Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Secret Truths, Conspiracies Exposed. I'm your co-host, Scott Patton, along with Mark Willison. And in the past week, we have got to stop the madness. At least that's what the protesters in front of the White House and Congress have been saying, because one of the most major changes to occur in the United States occurred on Sunday. Now, I always thought Sunday was supposed to be a day of rest, but not for our president. Not for our, pol- not for our president and politicians, man. They were hard at work earning their money, I guess. What did they do? Well, they passed a, uh, they passed a new health care bill that's going to basically require that all Americans are going to have this uh, be covered under some type of health care. And they, what they did is they, you know, they, there's a lot of people were, they were calling for like a public option and, and for different things in this bill. And basically they just rammed through, uh, almost a, use the words rammed through. Yeah. It's like a dra- this draconian bill that says, you know, you must have health care. And if you don't have health care, we're going to have IRS agents come and, you know, take you away and lock you up and, uh, you know, and take all your money away, and I mean, you can, you can literally go to jail now if you don't, you know, if you don't want to go along with their health care program. Wow! And it's and it's amazing because they're not giving you any choices. They're not saying, hey, you got to pick. You know, every, we want everybody to have health care, so you know, you get to give you the option of having some sort of a plan or you know, different different things. That no, they're not doing any of that. They said, here's what you're going to have. You're going to like it. And for those of you who don't like it, well, we've got 16,000 new IRS agents that will uh, that will help us out with that. Holy smokes! So they're sending the IRS after the healthcare people. Absolutely, armed armed agents. Armed agents. To, uh, so what are your yeah. friends saying about this, Mark? Uh, you know, it's pretty funny because uh, most of my friends they think I'm the one that's that's kind of a little off his rocker, you know, when it comes to the government and new world order and. And, you know, conspiracies in general, but I was just amazed that all my friends that, you know, in the last couple of days since Sunday, uh, they're just going, they're going crazy and going, hey, dude, have you heard, have you heard what's up with this healthcare bill? I mean, the new world order is taking over and, you know, before you know it, we're all going to be, we're, it's going to be communist state. And it kind of, cra- <laughs> it kind of cracks me up because, you know, I mean, usually I'm the one crying wolf on things and, and all my friends are like, oh, whatever, you're, you're you're way out there, Mark. I don't know if uh, I don't know if I ride you know buy into this what you're saying, but now it, it seems the tide has turned, and there's a lot of people that are very very concerned with what's what this is opening the door for. Right. Well, and because the ramifications can be pretty amazing. I mean, it's first of all somebody's going to have to pay for it. And That's right. That means higher taxes. That would probably mean that the states are all going to be. You know, faced with higher expenses that they didn't want. Oh, absolutely. Uh, employers are probably going to have to be paying something. And oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to have to pay something. You got it. I mean, it's going to be a huge burden on the states, very similar to what happened when we, when George Bush created his No Child Left Behind policy for the public school system. And they required all of these new things, you know, all of these new standards for the schools. And of course, they cost, you know, it cost a ton of money. And the, and of course, this you know the the federal government didn't didn't provide any means to pay for these projects. They just they said, well, you know, here's the requirements, and it's either you make it to you know you live up to the standard and get your money, or you don't live up to the standard and you don't get any federal money. 
Wow. So we've got all these poor states. I mean, like in Nevada here, you know, our we may not be we're not necessarily known for our public our public school system, and so you know we get all of these we get all of these people that are not doing well, and it makes you know it makes Nevada look bad as a state, and then you factor in uh, people that are you know with disabilities and stuff like that, and it really throws throws a lot of variables into the equation. And we're, you know, they kind of left, they kind of leave the states to fend them for themselves. Well, so Florida, for example, the uh, Republican uh, who's running for mayor, um, he's the attorney general there, Bill McCollum, he said right. that this would cost Florida at least $1.6 billion. Oh, yeah. And that's just, the, I mean, this is just what they know about right now up front without any of the hidden fees. I mean, there's, this is, this is going to be, this is going to be amazing. I mean, how how it's going to alter, you know, our our whole country with with respect to healthcare and and privacy, decision making. You know, you're we get on this government thing. You know, everybody's going to have to go into the big government database, and all your records are going to be electronic now. And and the whole doctor patient relationship is really sounds like it's uh, it's becoming a thing of the past. Hmm. And the thing but, that using an executive order to amend the bill is just unbelievable. Oh yeah, because I mean you know that's the president. It's not you know the president is the executive branch. They're they're not the they're not the legislative branch. It's not his job or anybody in in the executive branch for that matter to to make policy. You know that it's it's their job to to basically enforce it and uh, see those policies are carried out uh, you know appropriately, but. You know that's why we have a, leg- a legislature is to create laws, and for the president to just, you know, sign a little executive order, especially after he made this, he, you know, he made all kinds of campaign promises uh, when he was running, you know, running against um, John McCain, saying how, you know, given given George Bush a bunch of grief about how he used the executive orders and to excess and and inappropriately, and now here here Obama is taking, you know, just. Took that line and uh, ran with it. So it's, yeah. it it just blows my mind. Well, and some of the regulations in this bill are set to go into effect in 2040. Yeah. <laughs> like so, I mean, they're, this is long term long term planning. You know, they're long term planning. Yeah, they don't know what they're doing tomorrow. That's the funny thing about the whole thing, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, it's it's really. I'm really hopeful that uh, we, it's, it turns out we've got 13 states now that have decided that they're going to actually file suit against the federal government, uh, claiming that this is unconstitutional. Hmm. And uh, a lot of the, a lot of my friends and the people that I've been talking with lately are very, very supportive of that. You know, they're they're excited to go out and vote in November and change some of the, uh, change out some of these people that are. That are making the, you know, that are voting on these kind of things, and get some, get some fresh young, young people in there that, uh, that are willing to do, you know, what they say they're going to do and what the constituents want. And so it's, you know, I, I, I think it's, I'm very excited to see so many, so many other people really excited and getting, you know, getting into the, into the game and paying attention and, and starting to, you know, realize that, that. Uh, you know what the government is doing is going to affect their lives, and it it matters. And and as individuals, each of one of our voices matters as well. And it was funny because uh, one of my friends that really is into Rush Limbaugh, 
he, they were going. He was going on about how they just melted. You know, Rush was giving out the phone number to call your congressman, and they uh, the phones kept getting so dizzy that the lines were getting closed down, and the servers would crash. And I mean, they were literally <laughs> melting the phone lines up. And so, you know, they had to keep closing closing the whole thing, and then they would have a whole a whole new phone number that you had to call. And so Rush Limbaugh kept giving out the new phone number, and everybody was so on the ball that they crashed the system like five times. Wow. So yeah, it's definitely uh, it's definitely awakened a, a sleeping giant in my opinion because you know I I can't imagine I can't imagine being a politician in this day and age and trying to tell people the same old the same old rhetoric and but you know now especially nowadays it's uh it sounds it seems like the word is out and people are really upset I mean even the Democrats that support Obama everybody understands that. You know, right now we're in this major financial crisis, and and here we are spending trillions more dollars of money that we don't even have, and people are concerned about keeping their job, and they're concerned about making their mortgage payment, and, you know, really, healthcare is maybe not even the number, probably not the number one issue for people right now. Any people that would love to have this healthcare program implemented, they still have reservations about how it's going to be paid for, and Mm -hmm. when you... When you tell people, well, you know, 16,500 new IRS agents help solve the, you know, who's going to pay for it problem. Well, that certainly does something for the unemployment problem, though, right? (laughs) That's right. Well, I guess, well, those will be the first first jobs that Obama actually gets to create. (laughs) It would be nice if it was in the private sector, not the public sector. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I think this is a really big step toward, you know, if they're going to, if they're going to uh, try and take over the healthcare industry or any any form of it and have influence over people's you know health healthcare decisions and 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 what they're doing with their bodies and you know how they how they live and uh, there's all kinds of law you know all kinds of little stipulations in this bill about um, <clears throat> people that are getting you know that are getting older and maybe need to go to a you know to an elderly home or or something like that. That there's going to be max, there's going to be cutoff limits for how much, you know, how much treatment you can have, and which treatments are going to be authorized, and and who's going to be eligible for those kind of treatments. And it's it's just like, whoa! I mean, you're talking about the government making decisions about who's going to live and who's going to die. Mm-hmm. And right. it's, boy, it's it seems to uh, you know, everybody I know knows somebody that has family that's you know the baby boomers are getting older, and everybody knows people that are. That are getting into their uh, their golden years, and you know we can all feel you know feel the pain and, and understand what it must be like, and and imagine what it would be like in this new system of having the government telling you what to do every step of the way. Right. Uh, yeah, like I'm kind of curious as to what's actually in the health care reform bill because uh, I, I'm thinking that very few people really have any idea. It's over a thousand pages long. Yep. And it's all bureaucratic English that, uh, <laughs> as one commentator said, it can barely be decoded by earthlings. <laughs> How appropriate. <laughs> yeah, it's it's amazing. I mean, who the, I don't know anybody that has time to read a thousand pages of this stuff. I mean, gosh, I mean, it can, especially, you know, the lawmakers, they're, they're busy people. They've got constituents to keep happy and, you know, 
bribe money to figure out how they're going to spend and all that kind of stuff. You know, how, how do they have time to read a thousand-page bill? Right, right. So uh, here are some of the interpretations that uh, one person made on different aspects of the bill, which I think kind of worth talking about. Um, page 22 mandates audits of all employers that self-insure. Page 29, admission, your health care will be rationed. Page 30, a government committee will decide what treatments and benefits you get. And unlike an insurer, there are no appeals process. Page 42, the Health Choices Commissioner will decide health benefits for you. You have no choice, that is in none. Page 50, all non-U.S. citizens, illegal or not, will be provided with free health care services. How do you feel about that one? Wow. That's like, oh man, I know, especially the, especially conservatives, man, that really gets them, gets them fired up when you start talking about, oh, we're going we're gonna to cover everybody, even the people that don't have jobs, and even the people that aren't citizens of this country. Well, people that aren't even supposed to be there. That's right. Wow. Oh, so man. I wonder if that means that if I come down and... Uh, yeah, and, sounds like there'll be a... There'll be stay a in the hotel for a couple of days and decide I want to go to the hospital and have a heart surgery that I get it. Uh, now, yeah. here's the, on page 58 is the one that's going to really get your New World Order uh, antenna going. <laughs> Every person, I think maybe this is the crux of the whole thing. Every person will be issued a national ID health card. Oh, wow. You know, I hadn't even seen or heard about that yet. That is that's unbelievable because there's been talk about trying to do this national ID card and you know uh, get everybody in the same database kind of thing and sounds like they slipped it in without anybody you know everybody's we're all so so excited about the you know the IRS agents coming to tell us we have to pay you know we all have to have health insurance that they didn't even nobody even bothered to notice that they slid in the whole you know national yeah the national database wow that is unbelievable. Then on the next page, page 59, the federal government will have direct, real-time access to all individual bank accounts for electronic funds transfer. Wow. Like, why? Well, first of all, that basically means I have my hand in your bank account. That's right. And, you know, it's, uh, it makes perfect sense now that, he's, now, that he's in t- now that the government is in so tight with all the big banks that they bailed out. You know, I don't think there are going to be too many people screaming about privacy issues with that. So it's like they're all, they all just uh, must have had a big, a big party and decided they were going to, they were really going to stick it, get together and stick it to everybody. Yeah. Uh, so Scott, which, what website are you, where are you, where are you I'm finding looking, this? Are you I'm finding the, this on nat- naturalnews.com. I'll send you the link via Skype. And they, of the thousands of pages, they only went as far as page 145. Wow. But there's a couple more that I just want to... Uh, no company can sue the government for price fixing. No judicial review is permitted against the government monopoly. But simply, private insurers will be crushed. The AMA sold doctors out. The government will set wages. So if you're a doctor making a nice, you know, six-figure income, expect in a few years to be making a five-figure income. And, and does it does it mention? I think I uh, I think I caught something about 
Not only are they going to fix, fix the wages, but they're going to say that all the doctors are going to get paid the same wage. So it doesn't matter if you're, um, you know, like uh, just a, a general practitioner or if you're, you know, you spent years and years and years going to be a, you know, learning to be a neurosurgeon or something like that. And it doesn't matter how good you, you know, if you're the best doctor in the world or if you just barely passed the exam, everybody's going to get paid, this, you know, everybody's going to be on the same, on the same level. And I just, I mean, if, if that doesn't sound like, you know, the communist stories that I heard when I was growing up, I don't know what does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it, I'm curious as to what uh, we're trying to fix. You know, because, I mean, if you were serious about health care, I mean, really serious about health care, then you would do things like get rid of McDonald's and Coca-Cola. And okay. it would make sense. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you do know. encourage people to, to be healthy. And, and it makes sense to me that they would do, you know, I know that George Bush was very against the uh, the whole stem cell research issue. And, I mean, I don't know, I don't think Obama really, stand, you know, it has the same kind of uh, religious conviction that, that Bush had on that subject. And it's like, you know, if you really wanted to make healthcare more affordable and and better, I mean, why wouldn't we be able to get into the whole regenerative kind of thing with you know with stem cells and and some of the new healing technologies that they have nowadays? You know, why can't we? Why could we? Uh, I'd be much happier to see the see the government pass a bill that says we're going to a lot, you know, dedicate a certain amount of money towards uh, whatever research you know they think is going to be productive for for you know, for providing health, you know, increasing people's health over the long term. And, you know, I mean, they, they that's how they're doing it with energy. You know, they're giving people tax credits uh, to put solar panels on their house and all that kind of stuff. And it seems like that, that kind of makes sense to me. You know, I don't necessarily agree with taking my tax money and forcing it, you know, voluntarily just giving it out to to other companies and redistributing that, that money. But at the same time, I'm much more comfortable with that than, and with what they're trying to do here, this is this is just unbelievable. I can't I can't even I can't even believe it passed. Well, he just uh, definitely pushed it right through. That's for sure. And uh, yeah, he uh, I, I would say he has a lot more clout and power uh, with other politicians than than most people gave him credit for. Because I think uh, at least at least I myself were you know thought more or less he is really kind of struggling to to make anything happen and that the Republicans were kind of blocking all of his all of his major issues and everything he was trying to accomplish and man he kind of at least he showed to me that he has he has a lot more uh, a lot more power than and, and convincing you know persuasive abilities than than people are giving him credit for because this is this is just a, a massive massive undertaking and you know it took somebody with as good a sales skills as Obama has to to uh, to sell it to at least to the politicians. I don't think the, the American people have bought into it yet, but I think there's enough politicians that are on the line that uh, I guess we'll see in November how everybody how everybody really feels about the situation and, and the right. way people voted. So, well, and the timing is excellent too because you're looking at uh, one April, May, June, July, August, September, October eight months away so there'll be other issues that people will be talking about and they may or may not see you know any of the uh, 
fallout from the health care and everything else for a while, and it could just be you know one of those forgotten things. Yeah, we'll we'll have to see. This may very well just be the tip of the iceberg for uh, what he has planned. I I just don't know. <clears throat> and I I saw Ron Paul was on uh, was on CNN a couple of times and talking about this, and you know he's been. Gosh, he, when he ran for president, he was preaching how the system is the system is broken, and we are spending more money than we have, and we're invading, you know, invading people's privacy, and we're breaking the constitution, and all of this kind of stuff. And he was on there talking about it yesterday from the from the perspective of actually being a, a medical doctor, and and in particular, he's an OBGYN who's, you know, his whole career is his specialty has been delivering babies. And so he's the epitome of your kind of your typical family doctor. He used to come out and come to people's houses and do house call visits and all, you know, all of that kind of good stuff back in the day. And what he, what he was saying is, uh, you know, the the way that this is going to just absolutely obliterate all the doctor-patient relationship rights. And and like you were saying, the doctors are going to be their wages are going to be set, and um, you're going to be forced to take these, you know, this. All to have to go through all of this government paperwork just to get paid now. He said it's going to be an absolute nightmare, and and that people are it's it's really going to cause a lot more suffering uh, than it's you know it's like. Well, here's something too. How many people live in the United States? Oh, gosh, do we have about eight billion? Is that no? No, no we don't. We're not even. World. Yeah, we're we're at five hundred million. I was thinking it's, I've heard like 350 million. 350, okay. I'm not sure. I mean, I can do a quick Google search and and find out. But let's say it's only 300 million and be on the the low end, right? Okay. This uh, bill is at the core of it, an extension of health care coverage to 32 million people who lack health care coverage. So only an additional 10%. Yeah if we're being pessimistic on the number of people in the United States. Wow. So, you know, I mean, it's not like you had 300 million people that were lacking proper health care. Exactly. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, Out of the 307 million that it shows uh, on our population, then, yeah, 10% not not covered, and and everybody now, for 10% of the population... We're going to make everybody, you know, the other 90% suffer. Well, it's because we want everyone to have a national ID card. You got it. I think uh, I think you hit the nail on the head there, Scott. And what's interesting is, and this is an article I'm reading on Yahoo News, is that uh, the, the uh, changes are to be paid with cuts in projected government payment increases to hospitals, insurance companies, and others under Medicare and other health programs. An increase in the Medicare payroll tax for some, fees on insurance companies, drug makers, and medical device manufacturers, a new excise tax on high-value insurance plans, and a tax on indoor tanning services. (laughs) Could you believe that? It's like okay, well we'll just pay, we'll just all the all you guys we know you guys in America you just you just love to go get your tan so we'll just we'll just put the tax on the tanning booths and, yeah like and we'll we'll yeah. call it good that'll cover everything yeah like you want to <laughs> get 
first of all, you know, there are some people who in the winter time don't get enough sun and it's depressing and they need that. And so the tanning services kind of have helpful that way. Sure. But, you know, I haven't heard of massive skin cancers in the group of people that go regularly to indoor tanning services. Right. And <laughs> and if you're going to tax indoor tanning services because they are, they are a health hazard, I can't imagine why it would be included if they didn't think it was a health hazard, then I'll go back to McDonald's and Coke. Because exactly. you supersize it. The guy couldn't eat at McDonald's for a month without his doctor begging him to stop. That's and, right. Uh, you know, so let's put a tax on, you know, those big massive companies that are making a fortune uh, and causing a lot of these uh, uh, health issues that people have later on in life. We've got child obesity. There's another thing, like child obesity. There's nothing. I see nothing in here about, you know, making America fitter and healthier because they're eating better and they're exercising more and they're less stressed out. This looks to me like a way to increase uh, stress in hospitals and lineups because you're going to decrease the payments to them. You're going to increase insurance costs everywhere. And then what does that do? It price, and you can see the government coming in and saying, okay, we're, you know, it's going to cost X amount of dollars for this universal Medicare or universal coverage or whatever they call it. And it's going to cost three times X if you want to get it from a private insurance company. <laughs> right? Wow. So, you know, obviously everyone's going to leave them. They're all going to go broke and out of business and lose employees. Everything's going to move to the government, and you're just going to have increased taxes and taxes and taxes. Yeah, but uh, it sounds like a vicious cycle till it all till it all eventually collapses. And you know, I mean, I don't know how long we're going to be able to sustain this if they actually, you know, I mean. I, I I'm just waiting for the bubble to burst. At this point, I, I can't imagine that. Uh, I mean, I know in my own personal business that if I and my personal financial life that if I go out and I spend more money than I have, well, yeah, I suppose you know in this day and age you can actually do that, but it's it doesn't last forever. Eventually, you know, eventually you got to pay the man, and they, you know, they're going to come collecting for that money just like, uh, you know, it'd be just like the Goodfellas or the Godfather or something, you know. <laughs> You know, it's like it's like the government mafia now. Right. Uh, you know, it's, at some point, I think it's. I don't think we have much longer, and and maybe that may very well be the whole point is to just bring the whole dang thing crashing down, and then you know I think I think United States is probably the last major superpower that's you know I mean to hold out on on the world takeover of things. You know, right now Americans think they're. They're pretty free and independent and and all that good stuff, but uh, but it won't take much longer if they if they bring this country down. I, I don't I don't think there's too many. Uh, I think the rest of the dominoes will will uh, will fall right in line. Yeah. Well, I'm, I find it hard to argue on that point, Mark. And uh, with that, I think this is a good time to end this episode of Secret Truths, Conspiracies Exposed, and uh, we're curious to what you think. Absolutely, yeah. Send us your uh, your feedback and your comments, and and check out the links we'll be posting on the website at secrettruths.com and uh, also secrettruths.mypodcastworld.com. And right. uh, ch- check it out for yourself. And get involved, and and uh, and like Scott said, let us know what you think. And you know, this is a hot topic when on Yahoo they have a news article. It's the land, law of the land, health overhaul signed. 
and there's over 18,800 comments. Wow. Well, good, good for you guys, everybody out there that's leaving comments and, and letting your voice be heard. Right on. More power to you. And uh, let them know what you think. We'll, 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 uh, we'll have our way one day. Sooner, sooner rather than later, hopefully. That's right. <laughs> so thanks, thanks for joining us, everybody. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you next week.